The following podcast is a Studio B production. She's got FOMO like no other, and she's a fun mother hugger. Welcome this Mama Bear of Four, introducing Nick. Watch out for these hugging arms. Also a mother of four and a self-proclaimed glory hound who doesn't apologize for it. I love the spotlight. Look at me, look at me. Welcome, Jess. And welcome to Where's My Bra Podcast, the podcast that celebrates small victories like getting your bra on today. Journey through the wins and losses of motherhood, womanhood, mom-trepreneurhood, and all the other hoods with your supportive hosts, Nick and Jess. All right. Well, welcome to the show. I'm one of your hosts, Jess. And I'm Nick. Yes, and thank you to our producer, Clint. Who's taking some photos. I'm here snapping some photos. He is snapping some photos. Uh, We just want to say thank you for listening. And one of the things that we're going to talk about in the Daily Cup is back to school. Oh my gosh. It started and we're there and it's happening. And I'm I'm an empty nester from 8 to 3. So we have a guest, and our guest is going to come on way earlier in the show because um, she's family again. Sorry, we will have other people outside of of my family, your family. (laughs) So far, it's been my mother in law, and now it's my stepdaughter. Um, But they're so cool, and they're amazing people. And I'm like, I want to start with the most amazing people I know. That are closest to me as well as Nick. So, yeah. so anyway, so welcome to the pod. Hi. This is Hope. Hello. Hope is my stepdaughter, but more like best friend. Yeah, really. I've never right. ever really. felt like, oh, that's my stepdaughter. You never, almost, mm-hmm. no. You never told her, like, you have to call me mom. No. <laughs> oh, no. I want you to call Revolt. me mommy. <laughs> never. No, oh. it was a kindred little, like, relationship right from the get-go i would say so um but anyway hope has um lived with us for you used to live with us for three years right yeah yeah i think it was more like two two years two it felt like three three. yeah (laughs) but (laughs) so anyway so she'll kind of know like back to school with my kids is insane but jordy my youngest he's five he went to kindergarten that was a traumatic experience for me, mostly because I always have a child. Like I just that's my last one. Right. I put on I put on Instagram my story was a picture that said like welcome to kindergarten or what did it say? Like something about kindergarten. It was just like a, one of those little felt ones that you put the letters in and you can buy them at Target. Mm-hmm. And then I put to the tune of the final countdown. <laughs> it's oh, the final yes. countdown. <laughs> We're like, this is my last child going to school. I can't believe it. So, and uh, and then I'm like, what am I going to do all day long from eight to three? So the first day I didn't do anything. <laughs> I literally just sat and watched Songland, watched all the episodes of Songland. I was like, Dishes didn't get done. Laundry you know, didn't get done. I was like, I can't move. I had this conversation with my best friend the other day. Like, when you have that opportunity, like, when your kids are all gone, mm-hmm. like, do you take it and be productive and get your stuff done? Or do you just sit and veg? 
The first day I vegged. I always veg. Yeah. Like, I almost always choose veg, and then I feel guilty the next yes. day. Like, why didn't I clean my house? It could have been perfect today, I and know. I could have vegged with my kids. But no, no they're you gone. You need to veg, though. I do. Yeah. You do. You do. And when that guilt comes in, you just got to tell yourself that you needed that. Right. Totally. But do I need it for, like, a three-day weekend <laughs> when they're gone? <laughs> I mean, at some I don't point. Know. It was it was traumatic when we went to the open house for kindergarten. Um, I, I, I'm not prepared. Like we just went and got the school supplies, right? You hadn't bought them like three a day. <laughs> this doesn't shock started. me. I know. I I just felt like that was written into the story. <laughs> yep, it's not. It's so just, I I wasn't shocked by that. Totally no. was like in Walmart. Like nothing was in Target. Then I'm in Walmart, can't find anything, and and I was and I was gone. I will say we were gone. So but we have known all summer when school starts. So I know, and they put out the supplies in June. They do put them out so early. <laughs> yeah, so we get there. Jim is like, "Do we have to label all of the stuff?" And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and I, there's a mom with a label maker. Oh, dang it. Come on. At the Come school. on. Super mom. What are you doing? She no will not moms. listen to this first podcast. Child. First oh, child. Oh, yeah. Doesn't listen to no. podcasts. No. Right, right. <laughs> She's too busy making labels. Come on, Becky. <laughs> Put the label maker down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who? No. I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. So, anyway, so I, I had to give some information about Jordy James to the teacher. Like, is there anything that I need to know? Um, you know, and I was like, well, he doesn't, he's around adults. Like he has, right. a, he does have a hard time playing with kids his own age because mm-hmm. yeah. he's just like, he's They're around too- mom. He's around mm-hmm. his, the n- nearest sibling is five years older than him. Right. So like, And he, very active with him. So yeah. he is running around a huge backyard and they are doing things that most kids who are five no. don't probably do. don't get to do. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, he's just, he just has a hard time connecting to kids his age yeah mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. so i was like that'll same. be a good thing yeah, yeah. same <laughs> me too <laughs> oh me too <laughs> i'm 10 years older than you right not 10 oh something no, like that how how like much eight I don't know. Hold She's on. Like I'm 32. 30. No, shit. <laughs> I wish I was. No, shit. shit. She does have the nose ring, though. <laughs> well, that was my midlife crisis. Mm. Oh, No, nice. actually, no. I went and got certified to be a yoga teacher, and all of them had nose rings. Wow. So it's I, a yoga thing? I did it in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Ow. No, it didn't even hurt. Oh, okay, I can't do it. It was so good. You're no, 30. I'm 35. 35. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. eight years. Yeah. One thing that I didn't do, though, was what you you did online shopping. Yeah, that's, that's my bravo. That's your bravo mm-hmm. for today is I online shopping. I went online, bought all of my school supplies, clicked to have it picked up, and I picked it up when it was convenient for Perfect. me. Didn't have to, yeah. But the, somebody, was it you, Jess, that told me that you can upload okay. your child's yes. supply list and it just like picks it all then out for you? it literally puts it all in the cart. And your... can I just tell you, I'm glad now that Teachers usually spe- like just say, bring the red, you know, I'm red, sure blue, and yellow um, oh, yeah, I know what I want. folder so I don't have to go with my kids. When my son was younger, it was like, I want to pick out the Spider-Man f- yes, folders yeah. and all of these different We don't get there in and, time for all that. Right? Mm. Like all the special fancy stuff, but they don't prefer that anymore. No, just no. Red, just blue, plain. yellow, everyone's the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So massive transformation, like changes in our household. Jordy is uh, five going into kindergarten. So this is school all day. My son Uriah is 
10, going into intermediate school in Brandon. So he's leaving elementary and going into intermediate. Aww. And then my 15-year-old son, Sam, is going in as a freshman. Can you believe Sammy's a freshman? I know, I know. Sam. See, I had that last year. Last year I had my freshman, my sixth grader, mm-hmm. and kindergartner. So one in each mm-hmm. school. I was a hot mess mm-hmm. last year when I took my kids. I'm, sh- I'm sure. Bawling my eyes out for all of them. Yeah, I struggled. My 14-year-old boy, I'm like, I love you. Oh. I'm going to miss you. It's like, <laughs> but I, really, really. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe you're in high school I already. Know. I know. Four years and you're gone. It's, it's significant. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lordy. And I really wasn't, I was like, God, get Sam and Uriah out of here. Like, I was ready for those two to go to school because they fight all the time. They're just the, they're, oh, they're brothers that are probably never going to be close. Yeah, they're just well, not they're just alike at all. they're opposite. Right. Yeah. So opposite. And they just, and mm-hmm. they feed off of each other and it drives mm-hmm. me nuts. So I'm like, send them to school. But but keep Brielle and Jordy here. <laughs> Can we just uh, give a shout out to Brielle's hot outfit she on her adorable. first day? She was so I didn't cute. see her, no. I didn't. Such a young woman. Like, I remember when you fought her and like trying to get into a dress and like oh dress god. more girly oh and, my god and now she is so beautiful She's she style. helped me pick out an outfit she is like style. I, I trust you. her judgment yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's so stinking cute oh Lord. my god come on she is a right? doll right okay she wore and she's so sweet yeah she is, is she is like the best kid Clint. ever clint look at that outfit she's 17 she really is heart of gold Fun. Yeah, Fun. she wore. She wore. Um, <laughs> trying to remember. No, she's a nice kid. She's she so a nice. nice kid, but she's got a little blazer on and tattered jeans, cute little so sandals. God, she's cute, and and I enjoy being with her because she's my mm-hmm. only daughter. Yeah. So I enjoy. Ta- yeah. I mean, I love spending well, time with my boys. But fun I, too. She is I fun. like when we mm-hmm. have dance parties in the kitchen and karaoke. Yes. And oh, Brielle. Gosh, yeah. I know. Amazing. She's a sweetie. She, somebody, I said, I will not be ready. I think I said this at my chiropractor yesterday. I will not be ready for Brielle to go to college. Like, I don't be able to, mm-hmm. I just don't think I can handle it. And she said, but being a parent, having adult kids is just as rewarding as when they're younger. Oh, oh yeah. that's so true. Oh, and I went, I, that's and lovely. I said, I will, I actually kind of have that with my stepdaughter, mm-hmm. but I didn't raise her. I didn't know you as a child. I didn't watch you grow up. Yeah. So I said, I can, I can see that. I can understand that. So, but you did watch me grow up. It was just in the early twenties, early yeah. to mid twenties. So that was kind of an interesting Very, time to yes. know me. Right. Yes. <laughs> I think that's an interesting time for anyone. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I do want to talk about media mediocre mom moment for a minute it does have to i may i don't know swallow oh my god (laughs) um it does involve menstruation oh menses we talk about this (laughs) we have to talk about this i look at me me as though like i have four kids no i would want to anyway i i delivered many of them he did i was a cna in the hospital yeah like try me for i know i I never feel like i can't talk to clint about anything i've i've bathed more humans yes from working in a hospital i bet you i was a group home parent with teenagers i've seen so much of humanity. I know. So I'm, I know I'm you comfortable. are. It's okay. I just like, is this okay for my listeners? Because... All men should be that way. Oh, yes, you should. know what I'm listening mm-hmm. to again is moody bitches. 
Oh my mm-hmm. goodness! The best book. Hope that introduced is me genuinely to this book. the best book. And I'm if, listening to it right now yeah. too. I was like, you got to listen yeah. to this book, Moody Bitches. We learn about how it is so important to have Women our hormones. Really yes. underestimate the the cycle and the yes. power of it, and it's so it ex, it can explain so much mm-hmm. of why we feel certain ways. Yes, yep. and why we probably shouldn't run to medication to cover that up. Right, we lose our mm-hmm. like that. I forgot that in the first chapter. Like she really goes on and she said one in four women are medicated for anxiety mm-hmm. or depression yeah. and. Yeah. Things that are common, like our bodies are made to when, to feel this way. Honestly, like a therapist, exercise, yeah, you know, good deep food, sunshine, like a lot of that is so. Which we'll talk to uh, hope more about that in a little bit because she is a licensed therapist. Ooh, fancy. If I wasn't her stepmom, I would go to her. <laughs> I love my therapist. I go every week. It's a little I'm conflict like, of interest. Yeah, there. A bit. <laughs> I'm therapy happy. But anyway, so we'll talk about that later. So back to my mediocre mom moment. I am pretty sure that I walked around the grocery store with a blood stain on the back of my pants. Nice. <laughs> oh, yes. Nice. When was this? Oh, Jess. No. <laughs> and you never realize till you're home. I know. And then you're like bending different ways in the mirror and you're like, yeah. well, me. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Like, everyone saw it. Saw they never. saw it. So, they saw okay. It. I wore, I did not have the right length of pad okay Mm -hmm. and i was like oh well this one will be fine i didn't know the whole time it was going (laughs) to the back so every time i went to the bathroom i was like well this this isn't you know it seems fine and put it back on and away we go (laughs) it was all in the back (laughs) yeah it's like a drain i was like no no. women in your 40s where should we go first Oh, the blood stain. I, I mean, know. You worry about this in seventh grade, not in yes. your 40s. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why it happens, I think, as an adult, is because you don't think you have to worry about it. I know. Well, well and I think you fine. can handle it a little more. I call, if somebody pointed it out to you, you'd be like, oh, well, shit. Oh, crap. Whoops. Anyway, but Aldi. Yeah, and, what am I going to do in the middle of Aldi with the yeah, blood stain? I, had, right. I was in Aldi, and Jordy's like running around the store. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so you're obviously, as well, it's they're shifting. like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's getting bloodier. I swear, last time I saw her, it wasn't that bloody. <laughs> she exerted too much energy. I can see it coming through Someone her Someone tell her. You can tell her. Seriously. Okay, but, oh. but picture this, Aldi. Here I am walking with a freaking blood stain on the back of my pants, and my kid is like six aisles away, oh, you know, tearing off stuff God. from the aisles. They're like, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It fits. It totally fits. Oh, man. Gosh dang it. And I like those jeans. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I know. Uh, so back to that. Um, that's my mediocre mom moment. Do you even have one? I always you know have what? mediocre. Even she yeah, never one. has one. You want to know my mediocre mom mo- moment? Make it super mediocre. It, it is. Uh, my children, when they came home on the last day of school, hung their backpacks on a hook mm-hmm. where they hang their stuff. Uh-huh. I unhooked them the other day, <laughs> unloaded the the school supplies and papers from last year's school year. From May. Yes, from May. And reloaded their backpacks with their new school supplies. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty mediocre. It's not too bad. I'm not organized at all. No. Mm-hmm. I don't like the clutter, the thought of like all their old crap from their backpacks just overwhelmed me. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. Just leave it there. Yeah. And then I just it. threw it all away. 
I mean, Uriah, we don't even, um, I mean, the papers that come home from Uriah that I don't see for weeks and weeks and weeks. He's like, I didn't have the t-shirt I was supposed to have for this. I was like, dude, you don't, I don't know what. Right. Oh, yeah, we're opening up a new bottle of wine. Also, I don't buy my kids new school clothes. I, I remember, like. The exciting, like going shopping with my mom and buying yeah. new school outfits and and laying them out and yeah. like, just the new school clothes were the best. I do not buy my kids new school clothes. Yeah, if their backpack is fine, I don't buy them a new backpack. I know, I don't I'm either. Just like whatever, you nope. guys. It's Sam's, Why? Why do I need I to do it? It's too much. But so then I see all these perfect moms with their labels and, and their brand new sparkly backpacks perfect and their brand mom. new. And they combed their kids' <laughs> hair and put gel my in kid it. Had I was like, peanut what? butter on her mouth on yeah. the first day of school. I'm snapping pictures. I'm like, what is that? We still have I the tried bird's to lick nest in the hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jordy's the only time it gets infamous bird's nest. Yeah, yeah. I oh, remember. Okay. Like, it builds up three or four nights, though. That's it does. Nice, so. It does. But I will say the judgiest moment. I ever had as a parent was first time parents do not understand especially when you have four kids right and I was bringing Brielle to this I loved 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 kingdom kids at the Presbyterian Church downtown in Sioux Falls and Miss Kathy was Brielle's teacher and all of my kids went to kingdom kids even Jordy Mm -hmm. we went through Miss Kathy she does like a one day a week and it's just a break it's just like two two to two and a half hours right and then um, the next year when they're two they can go two days a week Mm -hmm. and um, and then there's like 10 kids in the class, so everybody takes, every mom takes a, a turn, and they are the room parents, so she always has a helper, but it's a different mom every week, so, or dad, okay. actually, or grandma, Judy did it a lot. So anyway, I remember my first year, Brielle's there, and this poor, this mother comes in every time, every, it was Friday, so every Friday she comes in, she looks like she's just exhausted, and she's got... And she'd drop off her daughter, who would have the huge little rat's nest, Mm -hmm. you know, hanging. And I was like, oh, my God, can you not comb your daughter's hair? (laughs) I mean, not really, but I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, obviously she doesn't care. people just don't like Every day, Jordy James. (laughs) Fourth. This was her fourth child, by the way. That was her fourth child. My fourth child looked exactly like that child. And I was just like, I don't care. Sorry Mm -hmm. I judged you 15 years ago. I know. It was like came right back around right. and I thought, you know, we need to make this okay. Yeah. That's what we love about our podcast is that the podcast celebrates the mediocre mom because literally mm-hmm. mediocre moms rule the world. Yes. I think super moms ruin their kids. <laughs> <laughs> they set them up for failure. They do. <laughs> no. It's not good. No. Clint, they're looking at me just kind of like gauging Yeah, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? What's she going to say? I think I think that uh, uh, you know I've I've got some young mom friends. I think there's sort of an idealism yeah. in first timers. Mm-hmm. You know, I had I have a good friend who is very put together. She was like summa cum laude at yeah. college yeah. and and a and a you know a athlete champion. And she would tell me like, you know, my kids like why don't why can't you get to church on time? Oh, who does? And Do people I, get to church on time? Yeah, and I was just like. Oh, that's oh, so sweet. So Wait till you have a kid. And she was like, I will never oh, be to church late. And I said, that's going to be a great day when it happens because I don't even have to defend the fact that yeah. you're wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And I was greeting mm-hmm. I was greeting at my church. I was the like door opener. Yeah. And I see her beautiful little family yes. of one child. Yes. <laughs> pull into the parking lot. And then as her husband like starts to park... The car stops abruptly, and then you see her like 
hop over the back seat, hop over the front seat, hop over oh the back gosh. seat, and then they just back up and leave. Oh my oh gosh. No. And I text them and I go, I think you're going to be late. <laughs> and they realized that the baby had diarrhea and filled, oh, filled the, the yes. car seat. That's amazing. Yeah, filled the car seat. The and I thought, huh. I said, that's funny, isn't it weird how just sometimes yeah. Yeah. shit happens. You're late. Literally. <laughs> yeah. And she was just like, never again judged any of my it's, parenting stuff. Because I mean, I'm like, it's just so clear in your mind before you're there. There's still yes. moms, though, that are still on time with their kids. Right. How? <sighs> They're I just want to know how. How? 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 I, how? 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 I think it's like, you know, I was just at, uh, uh, we have an you know, we all live in, well, at least three of us live in the Sioux Falls area. I'm not sure where you live. Yeah, I live okay. in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. So there's an old park in the middle of town called McKinnon Park. It's quite famous. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's like helicopter parent central. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Like really severe. Yeah. And I think that there are some parents that just dedicate that amount of energy to being like, proactive on both They're sides. They're capable of it. They have the means to do that. Yeah. 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 Th- but even the ones who don't, I think it's just like they're just dedicated to that gear as though it makes the difference they think it's going to make for yeah. now. Yes. And so. I think it's their identity too. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I see oh, that yeah. a lot. Here I am like mm-hmm. middle of the day, yeah. two kids who are on top of the water fountain yep. covering themselves in water. Absolutely. I've taken my shirt off. I'm like mm-hmm. on my laptop doing work. I'm just like, are you bleeding? Mm-hmm. Nope. You, All right. Yep. You're we'll fine. See ya. Mm-hmm. And I've had parents come over and say like, are you going to get your kid out of the water fountain? <laughs> I'm like, no. No. Why? It's 90. Yeah. She's cooling <laughs> off. Yeah. The last person, exactly. the last person let their anyone? dog drink out of the water fountain. I think my eight-year-old can get in it, you know? Yeah. If it's you don't fun. like her in it, go buy her some ice water. She's thirsty. <laughs> She's hot. Take her to the pool. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my gosh. I'm like the opposite of helicopter parent. I am the opposite. Don't I am you too. Think, Hope, am I the opposite? Yeah, I I guess I don't really know what you guys mean by helicopter specifically. Like they just do everything for their kids. Well, they're or... just there. So here so my translation of this and someone is going to listen and say you're you're wrong and that's cool. Tell us tell mm-hmm. us I'm wrong. But yeah. yeah. Uh, like the kids coming down the slide and they're like like their hands are ready in case the kids fall off. Be careful. And I'm like, yeah. the city just installed four inches of foam under mm-hmm. the two foot tall slide. Yeah, your yeah. kid will be fine. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and just like they're, ev- they're like tense at they're, every moment. Yeah, like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. the kid has to be in the safety swing, and like, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, they're just kids. You know, yeah. like yeah. The yeah. first thing I th- I think of is like anxiety, and yeah. and that that's going. I'm to anxious be... watching them. Imagine yeah. the kid living and in that reality. And that's going to be part like, of that kid's life. It's yes. just what I was going to say, that, that the kid will likely be equally anxious. anxious. For yeah. sure. Yeah, it's like, yeah. chill out. I'm just like, my kids, I've trained them. I have like this fast two whistle, mm-hmm. or just <laughs> beep, beep. Like and a they, dog. Yeah, really? and yeah, they know that like, works. That works. I just let them go. Yeah. I always say, stay on the property. That's what kids want. Which usually, which usually means do. like crossing a street's usually not the idea I want. Right. But if you're not right. crossing the street, you're probably good. They hear those two whistles, man, and they're flying to they me. Are. And it's like, let's go. And other parents are just mm-hmm. like, what? how do you learn that trick? Because yeah. I'm just like yeah. on the phone doing a webinar. <laughs> beep, beep. We're out of here. Uh, and they go, that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need I, to learn the how to whistle. I would say, um, so if I didn't say this earlier, Hope, my stepdaughter, is a licensed family. What do you say? I mean, there's like so many letters yeah, after yeah. a therapist. <laughs> MDDBPP, CBQPQ, <laughs> <laughs> 
just what? made up some letters. I did yeah. just make up some yeah. letters. I'll take them all. <laughs> licensed. Yeah, so I'm a licensed professional counselor yep. in the state of South Dakota. So yep. I have my master's in counseling. Yep. Yep. Um, so, and I'm just moving into a private practice setting where I'm going to focus mostly on kids and adolescents and yeah. doing therapy with them. So. Yes. So great. I yes. know, I know. And I just, I see how important it is to work with them um, mm-hmm. because really that is our future and, yeah. and they will be the ones kind of taking care of us someday. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a good investment if you ask me. Absolutely. Uh, good yeah. investment. Mm-hmm. What... I mean, so, so if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. your kids need therapy. Yeah, they do. Everybody, everybody <laughs> needs therapy. Because all of our kids need therapy. I right. agree. Everyone needs therapy. I truly. Agree. Yes. Yeah. Truly. I mean, I've, I've been, a, I think almost have all of my kids. Brielle has not. But Brielle has had hope. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, so, yeah. So hope as in built, the human. Yes. Built in built counselor. In, right. Sister. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But my other kids have gone to therapy mm-hmm. and we have had moments where they've needed to, to do that and to mm-hmm. talk. One thing I think that's been super important is just when I have a chance to ch- chat with Hope and what's going on and what's at work is the reiteration that she will be like, Jessica, your kids are good. Mm-hmm. Like as much as we think we're screwing them up Mm -hmm. what she has seen because she worked in a hospital setting you know is nothing that Mm -hmm. we would ever have to deal with yeah yeah there's nothing like seeing just kind of severe mental health issues with kids to to kind of gauge the people in your life and look at them and think oh my gosh we are really lucky right we really are yeah yes even Mm -hmm. through the difficulties that we've had i mean i'm divorced and you know i've got uh, my kids have two homes and, you know, just yeah. the things that mm-hmm. they have to like go through. Like a lot of kids now. Right. Yeah. Truly. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just appreciate that. So in your, when you decided to be a counselor, I was there. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it was like, okay, it's oh, one of those yeah. times where how, I, I vaguely remember, I just remember getting on the phone, fo- you were on the phone mm-hmm. and you were like, I think I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to be a counselor. And I was like, of course you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like, like gravity. It yeah. just is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why didn't we think of this before? <laughs> or it just wasn't the right time. Yeah. But it was like when you said it and you were going to do it, it was so, it just was meant mm-hmm. to be. I know. I actually, when I went back to school, I'd had about two years for my undergrad. Two, three years. Yeah, yeah. about two and a half years. Um, between undergrad and my master's. And I got back onto the like state website that you log into for your portal. And mm-hmm. I had written a bio in there that was required for a class. And it said, I plan to get my master's in counseling someday. So I'm wow. there in grad school. One of my first days there, I log into that. And it said in my bio that I want to get my master's in counseling. And yeah. I was there. Yeah. So it was so truly, awesome. yeah, it's something I'd wanted yeah. to. Yeah. Right. And your previous position at the prison yes. really helped. Yeah. with I mean yeah. just so I just kind of managed some programming there mm-hmm. to keep it simple um mm-hmm. but yeah and so I had already had such a diverse experience with different yeah. groups of people and religious organizations there and oh my yeah. gosh it yeah. was like there was nothing too shocking for me and I'd already had a very open mind. And she about. was like, a baby. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, she's only twenty three. You know, I was just like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I know. Do you think like being in the prison and just seeing maybe some of the dysfunction there made you go, 
I want to get involved before this happens. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or I just want to be able to do more. So yeah. I see all of this and so much mental health issues and just so many issues in general with this, you know, just systemic issues, too, that I thought yeah. I just need to do more. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, talk about living with me. <laughs> Once again, Jessica brings it back to her. I'm so sorry. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I mean, Glory hound I'm over so here. Sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'll say this about, you know, growing up with, in in a house with my mother yes. and, and her dating and getting married. And I'll just explain a little background. Your mom yeah. has an incredible story, oh, too. Oh, my mom She's is amazing. incredible. I do she, love her. Is yeah. So my mom had me when she was sixteen, mm-hmm. um, and so it was just a few days before her junior year of high school. Yep. And she is a bad bitch. She is. And she yes. Oh. She got her master's in nursing, like I know. four or five months after I got my master's in counseling. So think about statistically wow. the odds yeah. we beat. Yeah. No kidding. Teenage mom and both of us having master's degrees. It's, it's yeah. Awesome. That's fantastic. And yeah. Judy gets her doctorate. Is it is well pharmacy is a doctorate now, but at the time it wasn't. Yeah, in her thirties. Yeah, so crazy. yeah. That's so, our that's her grandma cool. Judy. Yeah. So anyway, you guys are badass bitches. So yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and then I would go to my dad's every other weekend, and then you know my of course you know my dad got divorced and then married Jess, and so I was there to see my my parents grow up too in a way, yeah. and I was I was there to see kids being born, and oh my gosh. Mm-hmm amazing experience but it's a dose of reality (laughs) yeah i mean and that so that's what the house was if you want me to describe my experience it was like this is what life is like it's it's chaotic and there's shit everywhere yes and kids everywhere and it's a lot all the time so moms Jeez, yes. good for you. Right, right. I watched Jordy, so Jess's five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched him on a Saturday. I had to work that morning at the hospital. I went and picked him up. Yeah. By the time I got him back to my apartment and I was ready to feed him, I was like, how, how? do moms do this <laughs> every day? <laughs> and I honestly said a little blessing for mothers because it was exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. And of course, I just got off work and he has a million questions. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, how do you guys do that? <laughs> I just want just quietness. Quiet, right. I want to rock out really hard, Jordy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you not ask me no more how water towers work? <laughs> and then passive aggressively explain to me how they work when I say I don't know, but we can Google it later. <laughs> that sounds like my child. <laughs> so. so honestly, it was lovely. And I, I'm great friends too with both of my parents yes so that true. you know and but i it was like built-in best friend yeah and it's a huge house so we were all kind of doing our own thing but i mean i would and come through in a construction and, oh, through the whole remodel when oh, we finished yes. the remodel you knew i was desperate hope moved out somewhere to live right i mean three <laughs> like we didn't have a front door for six months mm-hmm. you know oh i remember yeah 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 mm-hmm. i mean that out you d- i was gonna say you did block it out mm-hmm. didn't you that mm-hmm. was it was bro- traumatic for everybody mm-hmm. like i mean they say that a remodel did you tell me this who told me that like going through a model a remodel is like the equivalent of something catastrophic? Like I can't remember what yeah, it I was. I did not tell you that. Yeah, but, but, but I it believe shifts it. Everything it shifts your routine, your sleep, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so hope hope moved in, went to grad school. Yeah, watched that was awesome. Yeah, oh, and Jordy and I were good pals at the time, so it was fun to be able to be in the same house as my little brother. It's just such a unique situation. Yeah, your baby, baby, baby brother. 
babyest brother. And mm-hmm. I mean, and Nicole is a single mom of four. Mm. Yeah. Nicole, yeah. <laughs> why aren't why am I, I not on the floor? I know exactly. Why am I not Worshiping in your you? office <laughs> talking to you? Seriously, <laughs> sending all Seriously. my kids in. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it, you know what? It it is tough, but you do what you have mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Like it's it's my normal now, so I don't mm-hmm. even think twice about it. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, getting out of the house to come here tonight. Oh, man. I had to, like, put my kids in timeout. My seventh grader and my fifth grader were in timeout. Sorry. Like, you guys. I know. How old are you? Four? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you do timeouts? Well, okay, today they just needed their own space. So I put one daughter. They All three of my girls share a bedroom. So, yeah. it's, that's that's a I lot. Mean, yeah, it is a lot. Yeah, so but, they don't have you know, that time you're a away. Mom. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I put one daughter in her room, in their room, and I put the other one in my room. I'm like, you guys just need some time mm-hmm. apart. You need to deal mm-hmm. with your stuff, settle down, you know, do what you need to do, and we can come back together later. But right now, yeah. You're throwing toys at each other's mm-hmm. faces. Oh, I man. haven't seen this behavior in years. So I think mm-hmm. our school routine. They're just, yeah. Just the routine whole... in general. Yeah. If, if, if I'm being a ther- in yeah. therapy mode, kids need, need routine. And but my, even Uriah. They do. I would say, <laughs> they okay. pretty much crave it. You know, my mediocre mom moment. Mm. This whole summer, there was no routine. Yeah. You know, I own my own business. So yeah. I um, let them stay home because I just work for a few hours during the day. So mm-hmm. those few hours, they're just home doing whatever they want, usually watching YouTube, playing video games, whatever. And then I come home and we just hang out. We right. sit up and watch The Office until 1030 at night. And then we fall asleep and we sleep in. You know, it just was, yes. it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it until today yeah. when the routine mm-hmm. and the having to get up early just yeah. blew up in my face. And, and they, they were do so need tired. that too. Just time to be, just yeah. like you need time to veg. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It was mm-hmm. an interesting. I, uh, change of pace. How about your timeout? Clint, I, I really appreciate oh, yeah. Clint's parenting style. I think it's similar. I think we have a similar parenting style. House of Chaos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yet. Yeah. What's but the yet, question? How, your timeout. How do you do, like, how do you discipline if you need to discipline? Uh, I'm sort of a big proponent of like uh, understanding your kids' love languages. Yes, and then that really helps you understand their currency, mm-hmm. and and then you can understand the power of sort of disciplining against that currency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for like my daughter, there's no physical discipline. Doesn't, doesn't she, matter. She couldn't care less. Yes. Like if you hit her, she would just hit you back. Yeah. And then be like, what's mm-hmm. up? Are we going to fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To her, it wouldn't be like, oh, they're disappointed in right. me. Just like, hey, right. now it's fist fight time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to her, like, um, she has uh, lots of animals. And so if you were to like say that she, you know, the guinea pigs had to come out of her room, uh-huh. that would be done that capital punishment yeah. mm-hmm. and so i think understanding some of those things yep. that what values what yep. they value absolutely but i don't have to discipline my kids a lot as they age up i think because like i'm really transparent in my communication with mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. like i really clearly say what i expect mm-hmm. and so there's like up front they I, I read a book once before i had kids that basically said your kids should never have to guess what mom and dad think about this activity Mm-hmm. They should hear mom and dad's voice in their mind. So oh. if like, I'm going to hop in the car with my friends, they should be able to go, 
oh yeah, my dad would not support this. And here's exactly what's going to happen if he yeah. finds out. Yeah. They shouldn't wonder. Yeah. And so I've sort of said, okay, that seems easy enough. I'll just articulate that. I don't mind talking. <clears throat> so my kids could probably pretty clearly say like, dad's up for this or dad isn't sure. or dad expects this or he doesn't. Yeah. And then as they, you know, when they're little, I want my third child special needs and she's eight. That's a whole different battle right. of, mm-hmm. of discipline because right. of how she understands the world. My fourth child is completely feral. Um, and so, <laughs> you know what feral is? Like a barn yeah, cat. Yeah, really? Um, and that's so that, that's... Uh, that's no, I love that description. That's that's its own thing, but... What do you mean by that for people who might not understand? If anyone's had a barn cat, they know what feral is. You don't, <laughs> don't, you don't, you don't pick them up. You just set, you just set food out for yeah. them. Uh, uh, she's she's the child who um, that's Uriah. She's the child who is the most apt to just be kissing you on the face and oh I love you and just oh, oh dad yeah. oh your beard you trimmed it I love you dad oh. she's like this gushy gushy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then would like stab you if. Oh, you disappointed. Yeah. I mean, like she has two speeds. She passion. has older siblings, and yes. she knows what's up. She's, pa- she's yeah. learned to survive, and she's yeah. and she's passionate. Yeah. Everything's passionate with her. Like yes. it's full bore sports or full bore coloring and so whatever. Um, but I think for the older two, it's just sort of navigating, um, you know, their intent. Yeah, I'm sort of a discipline less for the actions and more for the attitude. Yeah. Like you you had a heart issue that led yes. to this being okay. Yeah, so what's absolutely. that? Right. Because Thank you're going to, you. you're going to deal with the consequences of your actions mm-hmm. in life. That's like speeding tickets mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. losing a job or your friend getting pissed. Mm-hmm. Like that'll, that's your whole life, mm-hmm. but I can help craft your heart. And so if your heart is angry or painful or spiteful, mm-hmm. I've got some time to sort of work on that. And so I sort of like, yeah, I'm sort of, Mm -hmm. I sort of keep my eye on the heart issue and I will ask them, I'll say, you know, what I'm seeing now is a symptom. Yeah. Like those words were a symptom of spillover of your heart. What's going on in there? Mm -hmm. My sort of go-to to to pick fun at the older ones, if they're being rascally, both my older children are very successful martial artists. Mm -hmm. I, as am I. I have no desire to ever create a physical space between the two older ones because it just wouldn't be safe at this point. Mm-mm. Very honestly, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be safe. You know, my son's a world titleist. Yeah. It crazy. just wouldn't be safe to like have a space of like physical discipline with him. It could be negative for both parties. Right, right. But, uh, you know, if they're being dramatic, I'm like, oh, oh, hang on. My friends will want to see this. Let me go live. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> and that sort of, that sort of, they do a little self check. Yeah. And, yep. I, and I will do things like, um, uh, I don't know. You're in some sort of river of energy. Yeah. And I don't want to get in it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. So I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay out. Yeah. Yeah. You do that thing. Yeah. And you know, my, my daughter uh, hates school and she called crying after the first day. Yeah. And I said, here's the deal. Just fully be in it. Just Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Just have the cry. Say all the things you need to say. Say all the cuss words. Just be there. Right. And when you're done, we'll talk. Yeah. Because I can't get you that. That river is flowing so fast. If I get in, I'm just going to drown. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm going to be trying to swim upstream. And you didn't try to fix it. No, just like, hey, do the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I said, you know. you're not going to make school better. No. And I said, look, you know, you're brown, so you're hypoglycemic. So go eat something. (laughs) Maybe take a nap. (laughs) And uh, so I'm very conscious of that. Yeah. Why does she not like school? Because this is this is super common. Yeah, yeah. she's she's uh, like me in that 
organized fun but under other people's Ooh, authority is not it. something I'll participate in. So yep. we both have authority issues. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both a titch on the ADD side. That's um, <laughs> if she could, if she could go to a school where she could wallow naked and oh. paint and do murals and feel it, yep. and have music playing and yes. sensory experience, she would be. She would do fifteen-hour days. Let me stop you, because most kids mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. do very well in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So truly. So that's where she's. Yep. It's the like sit down and but fill out bubbles is not great for her. She's just mm-hmm. bored. The truth is, that she's just kids bored. Are bored. Yeah. yeah, a lot of kids are you so her, fucking you, bored you, in you school. You no. send her. You send her to horse camp. And she literally will grind 18 right. hours and smile on her face yeah. and do the literal shit work yep. and like fill out all the paperwork yes. and like is eager, eager, eager. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And you yeah. say, you got to sit through 35 minutes of lecture. Le- and she's just like, uh, I'm out. Gross. That's, yes. That's and we my aren't too. like exceptionally, like we're still in the 30s on the on the list of, of education, you right. know, like Finland and Belgium and... Mm. All of them. Yeah, we don't, it's not a top tier experience. Yeah, no. the United States of America spends the most money yeah. on education, yeah. yet we are nowhere near the top. Yeah, Finland's one. Yeah, Finland. Just look at what they do. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was close to Finland last year. That's, <laughs> I was like, did you feel like a? I felt spiritual <laughs> experience. I did, and I, I was, and when I was in Sweden, but it was different. I mean, it it really was different, and. How Clint's, I think, is not normal. Clint is, honestly, so some feedback. You are an amazing father. And I'm going to say he's, he is. I know he is. I've always appreciated that about you. I've known you now for five years, four years, five years. And, um, and just like super hands-on, super, I I feel like, but he is like top 5%. Like that's not yeah. that's not common, yeah. right? To Especially be able to. My... Sorry, I want I want my kids to have a high EQ, mm-hmm. like a high emotional quotient. Sure. Because I I deal with adults all day long who weren't parented well. No, mm. and my life is difficult. Like my mm-hmm. day is spent like delicately yeah. writing emails, yeah. right? So some professional doesn't get butt hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not raising <laughs> them. I don't want I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want humans who yeah. misinterpret. An email right. over lack of human empathy or something like that. Right, right. And I want him to have a high. There's another thing called an AQ, okay. an adversity quotient. Yeah. You know, I want my kids to understand like my kids' life isn't all PG for them. Sure. And that, that's okay. Like they're a little more resilient. Absolutely. Ooh, that's my favorite word. I love to that use word with kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Resilient. Resilient. Yeah. Because you cannot stop a storm, but you can certainly teach them how to get through it. Right. Really. Right. I, and that's what parenting is. Yeah. I don't think I had a sense of how hard it was for my parents. Like I knew that there was messiness, but I didn't know their words for how they were processing the messiness. Mm-hmm. Not until I was like 35 and I asked my mom, like back then, back when I was a kid and this happened, what were you thinking? Yeah. But my kids have more of a sense that now at their, at their age appropriate level, mm-hmm. but just like this, this is a struggle for me too. Like I'm getting my ass kicked here. I'm just gonna be straight with you. I'm a grown man. Right. But this same circumstance is kicking my ass. Right. And right. here's how I'm trying to process it. How are right. you trying to process it? I think a big part of, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I'm not like, su- say a successful parent, but I do feel that it's comes naturally to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think some people have kids and realize that it really is not something that they genuinely enjoy. I, yeah. I see that a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I'm do. Sure. I, and that's that's a thing. Is that, a, isn't it fairly recent? A guilt, probably, it, with that. Isn't it fairly recent though? As like the the arc of human history, it's fairly recent. Like the last few generations that we weren't, we haven't grown up in multi generational families where you might be around yeah. other kids of other extended family. You have kid experience. Like I've read some interesting reports where like guys in my generation got to marriage and they've never babysat. Mm -hmm. They never around nieces and nephews. Mm -hmm. They have no kid data points. No. So the first time they get a kid is, is moment zero. Right. Oh, that's I mean, my parents, my family fostered babies. Yeah. Wow. And for adoption and like I my baby experience was out the wazoo by the time mm -hmm. I was 16. Mm -hmm. Mine too. And Mine so too. I think oh, that, yeah, me. I think you get a lot of adults who got to family stage but they they haven't like been in the guts of little kid family mm -hmm. era mm -hmm. truly very true that's interesting i was gonna say that one thing that i tell i always tell my kids i have, you can ask any of my kids i'll say what's my number one job and i don't know if this is my actual number one job but to them and they'll say to protect me i go it is my number one job to protect you mm -hmm. now if I allow you to do this, would that be me protecting you? Great. Like, That's a great model. And mm -hmm. it's simple. It's simple. Right. Like and, Jordy and maybe James. at a certain age, they won't understand truly the meaning of yeah. protect. But yeah. that's part of the yeah. experience is that they keep saying it and they know it's true. And you keep showing it. And, and it's an easy way to that? say no without mm -hmm. saying no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kids hate no. We, so oh, yes. just, that is just yep. one fact about kids that is very across the board. Yeah. They hate hearing no. Don't tell yeah. them no. Jordy James wanted a slushy, and I was, he'd already had plenty of sugar for the day. Yeah. And I was like, we're not going to get a slushy. Please, God. Uh, so anyway, so I said, <laughs> you know, Jordy, I go, what's my job, Jordy? And he said, to protect me. Hmm. And I said, you know, that also involves what you put in your body. And if mommy lets you have a bunch of food coloring and a bunch of sugar, I'm not protecting you because I'm not protecting your body. And he's like, okay. You know, like, probably, and, he, and then he went probably on. didn't get it. Right. He probably of, didn't get it. He but, kind of understands. But like, again, that's where you start yeah. young and yeah. it becomes a thing and you, and you use it to. Yeah. And like Clint said, when you talk about like the, where you're operating from and, and what you're trying to build in them, mm -hmm. you know, that's a that's a voice that they'll hear in their head yes. then, you know? Yes. And so, and that's good. That helps them build relationships with people because they're like, oh, my primary caregiver was mm -hmm. trying to protect me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. amazing, truly. Yeah. 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 You're What's, such a good mommy. Too. Oh, you are. No. I'm just I have surrounded by beautiful <laughs> parents. I mean, I, l I learned the, a lot of good oh, one-liners that I'd like to share. Oh, a couple one-liners. I love your one-liners. I love listening to you talk to the kids. My favorite. They crack me up. I don't speak Wynese. Yep. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't understand you because I don't speak Wynese. I mean, even when you were talking about Jordy there... To protect me. To protect I mean, my me. I love the idea of kids like sobbing and being pissed off and yeah. saying, To protect me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's the best time where it should come into play because that's the time that you build it's it true. up for, you know? It's true. The tears. It's, it's mm -hmm. my job is to protect you. Make sure that you stay alive. That's what I have to do. Another good one liner is I love you too much to argue. Ooh, oh, tight. Gosh, I yep. love you too much Recycle to that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, asked mm -hmm. and answered. Like, Mom, can I get it again? Mom, can I? Mm -hmm. Asked and answered. Mm -hmm. 
asked and answered. I like that boundaries. Boundaries. A lot of parents, too, you know, the intent isn't bad, and they certainly don't have the, you know, like the hindrance where they don't feel like it's a natural thing, but they just try to be their kid's friend. Yeah. A Mm -hmm. little too soon, or they think that that's what will solve the issue is to let them do more things or give them more freedom. Right, right. right. I have um, given Brielle quite a bit of freedom until she. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then when she has ruined it when she's you know broken that covenant that we have mm-hmm. like your freedom will go but for now you i mean she's mm-hmm. 17. you know it's been interesting watching my mom now parent these teenage girls and remembering what it was like to be a teenage girl yeah and one thing that i don't know if she knew she was doing so well but one thing she did that i think parents should totally do um is make kids wait it out. Mm-hmm. Don't jump their ass right mm. away. That couple hours or even a day or yeah. two. I'm not sure how I'm going to discipline you. Right. I need to think about it. Oh, oh, yeah. That is straight discipline enough. Yeah, see, my, wow. d- my dad created uh, a bunch of the, like, terrorist profiling protocols for the federal <laughs> oh, government. And so imagine having a profiler oh. for a father, which meant lying was out. Right. Oh yeah, you don't even <laughs> out, fucking try. Out. Dude. And uh-uh. you know, he's Sorry. a psychologist and Ooh. and so he's he, a psychologist. Yeah, so he would do these things. It was great. Um he would uh you know, if we got in trouble, you know, this is pre cell phone, pre whatever. There was no like coming home from work. You know, he probably got like a page in the nineties yeah. that yeah. said like I'm going to murder the children or whatever. My mom paged him. So he would come home and we would be in our room and he would open the door and be like, uh, you know, mom, I talked to mom and uh, she told me everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, brilliant. And <laughs> which I've tested my dad on that a few times and somehow he really did have everything. Oh gosh. And so he's, he I, I know everything. And uh, I'm going to ask you what your story is. And it better align, like right on to a T. But I've got nice. I I had a rough day, so I'm gonna do my day, mm-hmm. and I'll come get you. And he wouldn't. Oh, like he would just God. go. He would just like watch TV, and we would be like sobbing. Like I remember waking up with like yep. my face stuck yep. to the carpet yep. from sobbing, you know. Right. And then a couple mm-hmm. times, because. Uh, again, for maybe more wine and off camera, I, I've got more crazy stories. But uh-huh. he uh, he he would let us fall asleep, and then at like one, two in the morning, boom, 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 mm. and so you ah, you wake up, and 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 then he would be like, "Okay, I'm ready to talk. Go, I'm ready for your story." And you're like, "I'm I was I was at the I was at this girl's house. I wasn't in the morning. I don't want to talk right now." And we were just like, "What?" Everything. And he'd be like, okay, that's that's what I thought. Is that going to happen again? No. Oh, no. And then he would just go back to bed, and we would have been up all night crying. Oh, and like, my gosh. It was so easy for him, and it was such a good just right. like interrogation tactic because the turmoil we it's were simple. in, missing dinner, yeah. yeah, and like thinking through like seven hours right. in your room of thinking I know, is... I I'm telling you. I, I you got to where I would like... a parent doing that today, though? It, oh, yeah. I can't. They need to do They do, it. but do I'm more. just saying, who does? I would have, there's so many times I was just like, can I just get beat? Yeah, can you just come yeah. here and beat can me I and get, get the song with? Like, right. Give me it the spanking. You know, my mom, okay, the first and only time I snuck out, this is why this works, is she let me sit on it for a couple days. Yeah. And I knew I was, mm. I knew my ass was in trouble. Yeah. 
And, you know, one of the first things she said to me when we finally talked about it with tears in her eyes was, I just thought that I could trust you and I thought Mm -hmm. that we were better than this. Mm -hmm. And that was all she needed to do. So all the spiels people Mm -hmm. give their kids and the ass beatings or whatever it is that they think is going to work, that doesn't work. Yeah. That works. That was the only time yeah. I snuck out, truly. And yeah. this was like late middle school. Yeah. Um, so to change a behavior after one instance like that, it's it's something that powerful. works. Powerful. Oh, mm-hmm. super powerful. What do you see? Oh, go ahead, Nick. I, I want to know what Nicole does to punish. Yeah, Nicole. She's so I sweet, so but she's sweet. got this nose ring, and you know, oh, you know that four kids, single mom, that shit gets rough. You Come know on. what? Seriously. I'll be, I'll be honest. My kids, up until today, they've been, they've been good. Yeah. Like I really haven't had to punish them. I yeah. mean, they're older now. Less. Yeah. yeah, they're mm-hmm. you know sixteen, and they're not boys. Fun. Well, <laughs> wait, you have all girls. Uh, my oldest is a boy. I mean, he's, okay, so, so he's sixteen. So tell me, ages, grades. Okay, Riley mm-hmm. is 16. He's a sophomore this year. Mm. Just got a new car, so that Ooh, obviously that helps. Is, that yeah, helps yep. the boys' status. Got, yeah. Well, but that also helps me with leverage. Like, right. Leverage. You better behave right. or I get those keys. Yep, yep. The weight of the heart, Glenn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a 12-year-old girl, 10-year-old girl, 6-year-old girl. Mm. It's opposite. We have Brielle. Mm-hmm. Sam. Total opposite. Uriah. Yeah. Jordy. Yeah. And, the, and real close in ages. Like, yeah. we're yeah. within... Uh-huh. A year. A year. Ooh, mm-hmm. three girls right there. Right. So we're competition. So yeah. That's what I said tonight. I'm like, Marley, you can't just come in here with your preteen hormones and just mm. do what you want. Like, she came home from school immediately, just caused issues. Everything was fine. And yeah. she came in with her hormones and, yeah. and all How hell broke she, loose. Again, 12. Oh, yeah. God, you could not pay me to be 12 years old. <laughs> I know. 11, 12, 13. <laughs> We're Bye. No. Right. No. I'm Gosh. I'm thankful. They're, the middle school. I would not go back to middle school no. ever. Middle school sucks. So, <laughs> it's so again, putting, it's a weird my, ass my tw- putting my 12-year-old in timeout today, I'm like, you just get in your room. You need space. You yeah. need to just think about whatever it is you're going through right now. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to be over here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, did she? Yeah. You know, she sat in there. Apparently, she had chocolate in her room. So she had Ooh. some chocolate. Oh, well, and then, and then, mm-hmm. and then everything was good. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, well, hangry. Yeah. Hangry and hormones. Gosh, yeah. If parents could figure out when their kids are hungry. Oh, yes. my goodness. Hungry. I tired. Tired. Sometimes. Right. Um, That's one thing. I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm super close with my girls listening to moody bitches yeah she did say like yeah. keep track of your kids menstruation because yeah. it will explain oh their behaviors i just Sometimes said that to brielle today that. i was like uh she was bitching about something mm-hmm. and jim was saying i go her period's coming and she goes it actually came a half hour ago and i go okay <laughs> well we're leveling off tomorrow that, right. th- this makes sense <laughs> i'm things will be better right. tomorrow honestly um so i have a so my mom and and her ex-husband had three girls and so we're in 11th grade 10th grade and 8th grade Jeez, beautiful ages honestly but um my 16 year old sister called me at one point we're 45 minutes into a conversation at midnight and she's incredibly emotional from baseline and finally i said okay hon are you on your period yeah yeah and she said yes, and I'm like, you gotta start oh, your stories with that, right? Because yeah, we're making life decisions <laughs> right. during a time where like, we are not supposed to do that. Right? Period. 
and retrograde. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no major Ooh. life decision. Do not sign yeah. any contracts. No. Don't buy any huge purchases. No. Sorry. It's mm-hmm. just so true. Don't start a new relationship or end one. No. Well, and that's the cool thing about Moody Bitches is she explains like why at certain times of the month you might yes. raise the attention of certain different types of, yes. of men or just from partners. You yeah. know, I mean, mm-hmm. truly. God, it's such a good book. I was like, oh. My God, yeah. I get why yeah. I crave bad boys sometimes. Yeah. It's so weird, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> yep. Honestly, that book is so sensational. And I've asked when I have people that I work with and I'm maybe talking to parents, I'll say that to yeah. them. Yeah. And you know what's so interesting is that sometimes they'll even say, oh, she just started you know, taking birth control or we've had some issues with her period or that kind of thing. And that is something I just really think parents need to push, push, push and advocate for because that is an issue with girls. Mm -hmm. Advocate for what? So explain that. Yeah. Just advocate for finding out the source of that. Like if it's heavy periods or they're missing or whatever it might be, you know, even just these extreme emotional states to treat it. Yeah. Help them, yeah. please. Because they don't understand their bodies well enough. Right. They're so young. Right. Yeah. You see that. Yeah, they have no, she has no, no idea what she's going idea. through. No, no. She just no has these emotions. And she's right. Like, she'll, exactly. She'll be crying on the couch. I'm like, Marley, right. what's wrong? I don't know. Why are you crying? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Hormones. God, being a teenage right. girl sucks. Mm-hmm. Being a teenager sucks. It's oh. so hard. I think, too, that... Of course, I always go back to nutrition because mm-hmm. I feel like nutrition is missing for the hormone factor mm-hmm. for both boys and girls. And that's a that's a big thing that I'm super passionate about, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I mean, I think it makes a huge difference. Oh, my gosh. And I push that. I I just don't think we always realize like there's a lot of families that can't afford. Right. I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's hard because we have. You know, kids that definitely benefit from better nutrition. Right, right. That's not even on the list of what they would need. No, you know? right? for sure. Mm-hmm. Tell us about um, just, well, what do you want? What's something you want to say? Like, Ooh. what's something that you wish, like, parents, oh, my gosh, stop doing this and start yeah. doing this. Like, what's yeah. something you would tell okay. them? Okay, I'll work into that. Okay. Um, so, first of all, I'm not a parent. So True, like that's right. That. But you are yeah. a, the oldest sibling of I do ten. have seven half siblings <laughs> and three step siblings, <laughs> and I love them. I love yeah. them, and I grew up with them too. I was just older. Yeah, yeah. So I have a different perspective on parenting. Yeah. Um, hmm. What do I want parents to know? Rephrase the question. Like, if you could say to them, stop doing this mm-hmm. and start doing this. Like, just like something mm-hmm. super simple. Like, mm-hmm. I love. The one-liners that I have learned over the years, yeah. you know, especially like I took a class called Love and Logic. I took it three it's times. Brilliant! It is brilliant truly. because it. That's really... where the weight out comes from. That's where it I is. first learned that yes. in my undergrad yeah. was a log- Love and Logic. Yeah, um, for speaker, sure. Someone who had been trained in in that, and they talked about letting kids wait it out, and that was the first time I realized oh my mom yeah. did that yeah. to me I mean and and yeah. love and logic is just super it's it's literally like oh you forgot your coat today yeah, yeah. I guess you're gonna be cold yeah yep. shoot I hope you, you learn definitely next time. operate I want you to know that so from feedback from living with you you yeah. do that is a foundation and it is a brilliant foundation truly mm-hmm. so if parents need a quick resource that's that's it's amazing. a great it's yeah. a great book it's a great class um, 
Yeah. So what I want, what I would want parents to know, this feels like such a powerful moment to speak on behalf of kids. But And it does change in their time. Yeah. Like you have toddlers, well, you have was going, adolescents, you have right. high schoolers, whatever. That was going to be actually what I said is, is understand where your kids are at. A yes. lot of people expect their kids to know better or to know right. how to do certain things or process certain events, yes. they do not know. How you much? have to understand where your kids are cognitively or just what they're able to handle. Truly. I, I mean, hashtag my kids' is father. <laughs> <laughs> what do we you mean? We won't yeah. name names, but I just remember but, you saying so many times over the years, like, mm-hmm. he cognitively cannot do that. Yes. Or she does not Expectations understand upon that. kids that are not age appropriate will set them up to fail, and then they will feel like failures, Absolutely. period. Absolutely. You have to know where they are. Yeah. And when you talk to them, you meet them where they are in that age. Yep. So I'm not going to be there for Jordy, who's five years old, when he's pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be there for Brielle. Yeah. She's 16 years old and pissed off. It's yeah. going to look totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even... I would even say 14 to 15 with Brielle, Mm -hmm. 15 to 16. It's going to look different. It is going to look different. But the only way people can do that is if they listen to their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hear them out. And I know you feel like pests. Yeah. Who was your date? Yeah. Oh, skip that bullshit with your kids and ask them what is up. Right, right. Mm -hmm. They will tell you, a lot of people actually will tell you what's up if you really ask them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think empathy is huge in parenting. That's mm-hmm. another thing that I think I learned is just like, I can see that you're really upset right now. Like, I want to. It's the first. Yeah. I, the, I want to. Yeah. I want you to know that I understand what you're feeling mm-hmm. or that I see that you're feeling this way. I don't want to dismiss your feelings. I don't want you to think that they're not valid. I don't mm-hmm. want you to think that it's not important. You know? Actually, so there is just a, an amazing book called Lost at School. Um, John Green is the author. And what he reiterates time and time again in this book is first step is empathy. And mm. so the book is actually geared towards teachers dealing with kids that just have behavior concerns, sure. um, which obviously is just screaming for some sort of, you know, emotional attention as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but first step, empathy. Can you honestly understand what it's like to be this kid in this mm-hmm. distressed first of all. Mm -hmm. And he will go through the book and as he goes on, but then we need to go back to empathy. If this isn't working, this next step, you're not empathizing Mm -hmm. with the kid then. Mm -hmm. You know, and so empathy, it's one of those words where people maybe don't know really what it means, but it is truly the ability to be able to see things from another person's point of view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So sympathy is, oh, I feel bad for you. But empathy is like, if I were Nicole and I were a single mom, whoa. Yeah. You are a saint. Yeah. Seriously. Because that would be so hard. That's empathy. And I mean that. Yeah. Because I'm actually able to like think about what it would be like. It certainly doesn't come there for naturally for people. It does not. And it it truly separates people. I can even see in my children, um, Uriah has the most empathy. Hmm. He is a bit of an empath, but yet he is also crazy impulsive. But he's my one that I think feels people's pain. Like he can, he can see somebody and like be, have more compassion than my other three kids. And and Jordy's too young to tell. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, but he's the one that's like, oh, I want to help them. I'm, I'm, what about your oh. kids? Yeah. You know what's interesting? So as you say that, so Presley, Presley. she's the same totally. way. But mm. she's so A-type too, which is funny. Like she's just, she, she's opposite, but also the same. Like yeah. I can tell what parts of me she received. But she could be in the, in the biggest fight with her sister. Yeah. But the second I start punishing her sister, she's like, okay, well, you know what? Um, She can have this. Like, you know, now she's coming to her defense and she's like, nope, I don't want to see her get in trouble. Like, she just feels all the feelings. So what's the birth order with that? Um, she's the third. Third. She's the Uriah. Yeah, she's Because so that's another thing that I think people don't put enough emphasis on is birth, birth order. order. Yes. Truly. Your kids too, Clint? Truly. Uh, do I think there's birth order? Like, do you? There's just some traits that yeah. come about in mm-hmm. certain. But she also is like, she also has middle child syndrome. So like my son was from a previous relationship and and so she's the middle of the three girls. So she has like the middle child syndrome. She's got the like she's so jealous of her little sister and like I hate mm-hmm. like I hate her and I love her. Yeah. Oh, so I hate her because she gets siblings. All the I hate you and I love you. Yeah. 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 Um so it is interesting. Yeah. Like I feel like there is that birth order. Yeah, it mm-hmm. comes into play all in every single family in which there's a birth order. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Truly. And that when I when I learned that you had three girls, that's why my first reaction was competition <laughs> yeah for sure right and that plays into girls' relationships later on when they have pretty significant competition with girls at home right do you see that a lot with your kids no honestly awesome. they, they don't compete with each other mm-hmm. I think um you know my I don't my girls are so different I, I just I commended Marley the other day. I'm like, thank you for not being like that trendy girl that has mm, to be like blessed. Yeah. I need so all the good I stuff. I need when all people the... appreciate kids as they are. Yeah. Yes. And like you want to wear that. t-shirts and yeah. leggings to school. I am all that's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like yeah. she's she's not that competitive. None of them are really that take that as a a direct correlation between your good parenting then honestly yeah because i i think it comes about from needing attention from parents and 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 it's not necessarily at fault for parents you know yeah right to think that they didn't do that but they don't don't have time or for whatever reason when kids are competing for attention yeah bad news what about a parent who likes attentions yeah (laughs) (laughs) say more Say more. You know, I'm kidding. <laughs> They're used to not getting all the that attention. That probably because, means you didn't um, get enough attention I, I at some point. Totally which, didn't. knowing we about know that. you, yeah. I know that. No. So, I mean, honestly, let's so talk true. about parents helping kids understand yourself. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, my goodness. What were your parents like? Yeah. How did you see love? What relationships did you see? Because mm-hmm. if you can't get your own shit on track, right. how do you think you're going to bring kids into this world yeah. and get their stuff on track? Right. You're you going to pass it down. You yep. don't have kids and then start new. You know, mm-hmm. you Beautiful. have ingrained in so you. True. Mm-hmm. What so is, true. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah. Yep. But what if you're a good performer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me I like these impossible questions that I'm just going to push you on until we get to the root of your stuff. I have had two glasses of wine. Me too. Me too. We're going to wrap it up. Um, Hope, Mm -hmm. you are just 
amazing. I'm so mm-hmm. glad that um, you're in my life. I'm sure Nicole feels oh the same Oh my gosh, way. you too. So, I'm so lucky so, to have a cool stepmom. I don't think a lot of girls would say that. <laughs> no. So stinking proud of you oh. and you're opening up your new practice. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to help kids because truly, and, and parents too. And parents, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we do need truly help. truly families <laughs> kind of yeah. Like, our core yeah for mm-hmm. sure so we so, want to thank you so much for you being are on welcome show. you're welcome your bra is awesome oh, <laughs> can i take this off <laughs> yes <laughs> do it all right okay, guys. bye hey thanks for listening to the podcast The best thing you can do for us is share this episode with your girlfriends and your enemies. Really share this with the guys and gals in your life who wear a bra. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star review and tell us all the wonderful things you love about this podcast. Actually, just say nice things about Jess because she's really insecure. And if you don't like our podcast, please send your comments handwritten on a $20 bill to P.O. Box 127, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That's S-I-O-U-X Falls, South Dakota 57101. Look for Where's My Bra on Facebook and follow our Instagram page, Where's My Bra Podcast. Tune in next week for another full cup of Where's My Bra.